I think one issue that um, I've had most of my life that is kind of, it's not even a controversial issue in evangelical circles. It is a, um, it's kind of one that we all seem to just agree on. And that is that Christians should not use profanity at all, ever. You know, when you're reading out loud from a book and it contains profanity or an email or whatever, and it contains profanity, skip over it, you know, imply what the word is, but don't say it, you know, uh, don't, don't use it in any context ever. It's just, it's the word itself is, is a sin. It's a, it's a bad thing. Uh, don't, don't ever, you know, just, just don't say these words. I have grown up, I would say, as long as I can remember that these words even existed, I have, I have had it drilled into me day and night that it is a sin to say these words. Not that it's, you know, uh, unwholesome or unseemly, that it's sinful. I, I mean, it's been put to me plain and simple, you know, if you swear, you're breaking God's laws. Uh, now, depending on where you are, you might say it's swearing, you might say it's cussing, uh, vulgar talk, period, dirty words, you know. Um, and what words am I talking about? Well, you probably already know most of them. Um, yeah, the F word, the S word, those are the two big ones. Um, if, a little bit maybe further down on the scale, but still there. The, uh, the, the D word, you know, the A word, etc. Um, various uh, permutations of them. For example, I've seen some, some people get really offended uh, over the use of a word like crap which I just used, and if, if that offends any of you, well, then you can turn this off, because um, <laughs> it's going to get worse. Basically, you know, as I say, all my life, I've been told these words are wrong, we do not use them, they are ungodly, they are unholy, they are sinful, we don't use them, ever. We don't even, we don't even say them when we're quoting someone else. Um, and I kind of just accepted that, I would say, for most of my life. I kind of just, you know, swallowed it. I, th I thought, okay, well, then, you know, the, the Bible must prevent it in some way, because, you know, there was verse after verse people would, would haul out as a, um, you know, an example of how God hates profanity, God hates swearing, he doesn't want you to do it, don't do it. Um, okay, so as I got a little bit older, I will confess that... that uh, during a period of my life where I kind of fell away from the Lord, I developed a bit of a potty mouth, and it's been one that I've had a, it's something I've had a hard time shaking since then. Um, I did try for a while, and um, I, I've learned to guard how I speak depending on who I'm around. That's very true. I think that's um, the kind of the beginning and end. But then I, I would occasionally see people uh, on social media, in various places that I knew. Uh, were, were followers of Christ, who would occasionally let a profane word slip into a, a status update. Um, and it would bother me because I thought, well, I thought well, these aren't these people Christian? And then I would kind of think to myself, well, aren't you a Christian? You know, didn't you say that word with your own lips the other day? You know, that kind of thing. Um, so I, I began to really kind of look into what does the Bible actually say about profanity, and, I, and as always, I want to strip out any previously conceived notions, I, I, any, any kind of, uh, like, 
ideas that are read into the Bible. I want to get rid of those. And I, I find this is, is very, very common uh, among believers, especially in the evangelical movement, uh, is that, that whatever they already think, they read that into a, a verse and say, there it is, that's what the Bible says, and, and this is how I interpret it, and you're not allowed to interpret it any other way, because I know what I'm talking about, and you don't. But, I mean, does it really say that what we're, we always assume it to say? I've, I've examined a few passages on this, where we kind of rip verses from context, read our own interpretation into it, and decide that's what the Bible actually says. I, I've done it for um, the idea that men can't grow their hair past a certain length. Uh, I've done it for um, the idea of modesty. And now I'm going to do it about uh, profanity. Now, there is actually a passage in Exodus. Exodus 20, verse 7. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. So, to your average evangelical Christian in North America today, what that means is don't say, oh my God. You know, when, if you're exclaiming or if you're like uh, upset, don't, you know, don't say, oh my God. Oh God, don't, don't say that. That's taking the name of the Lord in vain. Except that when you actually you know, look at the applications of Exodus 27, the, uh, the idea that it's just about idle use of, the, of that, the, the, the word God it is a little bit shallow. It's a little bit uh, of a surface meaning. Um, the, the idea of misusing God's name, I, I think, is more... Uh, like there's more examples in Scripture of people doing things in God's name, but not of God. They're claiming to be of God, but they're not, right? Working miracles in the name of God when what they're actually doing is blaspheming. Um, modern day application: uh, people on on uh, television who uh, who who say in the, the name of God, they invoke God's name to influence people to send them money. Uh, I'm, I'm reminded of Creflo Dollar, who said the Lord wanted him to have a, a private jet. I, I, it's been a long enough time ago that I can't remember. I think it was he wanted a second private jet. He already had one. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of hilarious to think that you know these, this happens, but it's it happens all the time. You see, uh, yeah, heretical ministers on television day and night invoking the name of God for their heretical ministries, and uh, Joel Osteen. I mean, I would I would include him more often, except that, does he really invoke God that often? I mean, I guess he kind of does. Uh, there was that one clip of his wife that went viral uh, several years ago, where she was saying that, um, you know, most people come to church because they, 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 they want to feel better at themselves. They, they go there to... Uh, for, for their own purposes to, to feel spiritually renewed, and, and that makes God happy. You're not really doing it for God. You're doing it for yourself. And that makes God happy. Um, no. <laughs> N- not even kind of. Here she is, you know, in, using using the this blasphemous statement and then saying that God approves. You know, just, just saying it. God approves. 
that is using the, the Lord's name in vain. That is calling, that is invoking the name of the Lord uh, in, a, in a mocking way. That is misusing the name of the Lord your God. Now, I do kind of have some issue with just idly saying, oh God, especially if, you know, you're not actually a Christian, because that that's a misuse of God's name, but it's a very casual one. Um, and if anything, that makes it more dangerous because, you know, you, it, it's like you're, it's like you're calling on him, but not actually expecting him to appear. And to be perfectly honest, I don't know what that does. I, I don't know what you're invoking when you say, oh God, when you don't actually mean, you know, to be, to be talking to him, to be calling on him. So I, it's one thing that I do watch. I, I, I say it and I, and I shouldn't, but I do watch it. And, um, I'm trying to get better at that. I'm not not crazy about the the oh my god ex- exclamation, but that is not the same thing as profanity. Like the word God is not a swear word. I'm not afraid of saying the word God in in proper context. Um, so the idea of um, you know using that to sort of say that's you know that's against profanity. Well, it's not really. It's against misusing the name of the Lord. You know, a very, very powerful thing to misuse, which is why you shouldn't do it. But that's not the same thing as saying that we shouldn't say the F word. And the Bible never says you shouldn't say the S word or F word or any any word. It never says specifically there are words you cannot say anywhere. Um. The, it talks about the spirit behind words. Like, for example, there's a passage that says, do not say to your brother, to, no, no, no. do not say to your brother, raka, which means fool. Uh, do not do not call your brother a fool. Now, it, if you have, there's, there's a whole passage on that. I'm not going to look it up right now. But like, if you look at the context, it's not actually saying that the word fool is a, a terrible word that should never be said. It's basically talking about fighting with your family. And, and the spirit of, of basically like dismissing people who, you know, who you disagree with that way. It, it is not a, um, you know, blanket statement that you should never, ever use that word in any context. Uh, for the, I mean, for that matter, the Bible itself uses that word all the time, you know. The fool says in his heart there is no God. Uh, like, left and right, you see the word fool mentioned throughout the Bible. So the idea that you could take a passage like that and interpret it to, as a blanket rule is is ridiculous so but the but again you know the the problem isn't necessarily that um the the problem isn't isn't that um we're forbidding words the problem is that the reason people have a problem with these words is not not what the words sound like not the you know the words themselves but the spirit that they're used in. And to the modern evangelical, there is no context in which those words are appropriate or necessary or should be used at all. Therefore, that's, that to them is you know, the close of the discussion. Probably even worse, though, is that uh, it, the... Uh, the misuse of other Bible passages that that do talk about profanity, 
or at least they, they talk about uh, the the actual the like the the actual application of of uh, you know words and what they like the the passages that are most commonly used to talk about uh, what we should be using our mouths for etc. Like for example, um, Ephesians five four. Let there be no filthiness nor foolish talk nor crude joking which are out of place, but instead let there be thanksgiving. Um, that's one. Another one is Colossians 3, 8. Uh, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Um, James 3, verses 6 through 10. The tongue is a wildfire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and, uh, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird or of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Finally, I uh, look at Proverbs 4.24. Put away from you crooked speech and put devious talk far from you. Now, of those three, I'm honestly going to say the only one that I, I think even slightly falls in line with the attitude of the, the modern evangelical Christian that says no profanity is Ephesians 5.4. No filthiness or foolish talk or crude joking. Okay. Now... The others, though, almost all of them, is, the, is um, open for interpretation. Really, none of them, including Ephesians 5.4, but really none of them are actually talking about dirty words. They're talking about dirty speech, and that is an entirely different thing. The, um, the idea of dirty words is actually kind of foreign to everything in the Bible. Nothing I see in the Bible has ever suggested there are certain words that just by their own existence are dirtier than other words. They're filthy words that should never be spoken aloud. You know, even where it says um, in Ephesians 5, 4, uh, foolish talk, sorry, filthiness, foolish talk, or crude joking. Now, the crude joking is the is the part that makes me think, okay, maybe that's applicable. But even there, they're not talking about words. They're talking about the meaning behind them. What what you're what you're talking about? Are you talking about um, dirty things? Are you talking about feel like? Uh, are you are you making crude or obscene comments about you know body parts or? Uh, you know, what gets the, the, the leavings of the body, etc. Or, you know, what, what is it you're talking about? What are you joking about? It is not what you're saying. It is what you're meaning, right? It is, it is not the words you're using. It is the intent behind them. So even Ephesians 5, 4, with its talk about crude joking, is not necessarily talking about preventing words, individual words. It is talking about attitude, it's talking about presentation. It's talking about spirit. It's talking about um, 
the, as I say, speech, not words, speech. So I'm going to quote from a website here that talks about these four verses. He says, they are the, the four passages I hear the most commonly used to argue against swearing. The problem is these passages aren't referring to what we now understand as cussing or swearing, if you prefer. The above scriptures indicate that it is a sin to use our words to tear people down. What the Bible does make clear is that any language used to belittle, demean, or attack someone is a sin. But what about cussing when we stub our toe or use a strong word to better express what we're feeling? The Bible doesn't give us a direct answer. And I say, hallelujah, he is completely on point here, this writer. I'm, I'm not going to mention him because uh, I don't want people to send him angry emails. But um, basically as he says here later on in the article, that um, some, of the, some of the worst things you've heard people say uh, are coming not only from the mouths of Christians, but they're, they're not using a single dirty word. And that's what the difference between speech and words. And I've heard it too. I have heard people gossip who were supposed to be Christians, even though that is 100% forbidden by the Bible. I have heard people um, use some of the most horrible um, words to describe someone. I don't mean like horrible in the sense that they're bad words. I just mean like calling these people the worst kind of person imaginable, right? Just tearing them down. Just, just you know, repeatedly... Um, being as vicious as possible and doing so supposedly in the name of God, you know, fellow, fellow Christian, tear him down. Um, I have actually heard people with my own ears. Again, I've heard people lie about their fellow Christians to try and get people on their side against this person. And I don't mean like, half-truths, I don't mean, you know, you, you might possibly interpret this to be to mean that. I mean, literally, they would say, you know, X is true, and it's just not true. I'm not going to get into specifics here, because I, I, if anyone's listening who might have actually been, you know, part of these events, I don't want them to, to think, oh, he's talking about me. You know, I, and I may not be talking about you, because I've witnessed this more than once. Um, that is, that is what these verses are talking about. Using your speech to harm. Look at, uh, let's look at, at Colossians 3.8. Now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Now, obscenity is not just cursing. It's not just or cussing. It's not just swearing. Obscenity is any time you are speaking in order to belittle, demean, uh, associate with foulness and filth, or or even being filthy in the sense of what you're talking about. You know, may, may, being crude and, and, and uncouth when you speak about, you know, as I mentioned earlier, like body parts or, you know, so... Again, the only way you could actually read into that, the idea that, that it's saying the actual uh, 
the actual saying, do not use certain words. You'd have to be looking for that to be there to find it. It's just not there. Obscene talk can mean all kinds of things. It does not have to mean, you know, using objectionable words. So, James 3, verses 6 through 10. That's the, this is the longest passage that we have here. And it talks about the power of the tongue and how the tongue can be used to both bless and curse. Now, I read the whole thing out. And I got to ask you, where in there can you possibly pull the, the meaning that it's talking about using dirty words? It, it's just, it's so clear. The context is clear just from these four verses. It's talking about cursing in the sense of like speaking against someone, uh, tearing that person down verbally, lying about them, gossiping about them, um, offering uh, uh, un, uh, like suppositions that are not true about them. Um, that's that is the power of the tongue to harm. Restless evil, full of deadly poison. That it's it's talking about using your your speech to harm. It is not talking about individual words. Okay. Finally, Proverbs four twenty four. Put away from you crooked speech. Put devious talk far from you. Uh, that passage was once shared with me by someone who uh, heard my my views on profanity. And they thought that, you know, this is the verse, this is it, this is going to, to solidify it you know, and, and prove that he's wrong to believe this. But again, the context of this verse was talking about what you're saying, not the words you're using. Completely different thing altogether. Unclean speech, profane speech, obscene speech, you know, it's, it's mentioned a few times in the Bible, and every time... It, it's clear from context that they are talking about using words to harm. Using words to tear others down, using words to um, to belittle others, you know, using, using words in, in, a, in a non-Christ-like way. It is not talking about what words you should or shouldn't be using. Okay. Words are not the issue. Individual words are not the issue. We as a society have given certain words power they should not have because we made them forbidden. It's not because they're just that bad. It's because we made them forbidden. Therefore, they became more, I guess, enticing to those who like the idea of, you know, the, the forbidden, it, 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 is, um, it is a psychological fact that making something forbidden makes it more attractive. So the more we say don't say these things, the more society has said we're going to say them. You know, there was a time when almost no one said these words. For that matter, you know, it, it, just even, it doesn't even make sense on a practical level. The idea that there are certain words that are automatically sinful. Number one, these words didn't actually exist when the Bible was written. So how can the Bible forbid them directly? And number two, um, in other, there are other languages where 
the words that they they use for p- completely you know innocuous innocuous things sound in our language like profanity look up the word seal in french sometime I, i'm not going to say it but i think you can already guess what you're going to find when you find it it's kind of hilarious you know to to think that you know every time a french person says the word seal in their language they're somehow sinning so so what am i saying here am i saying that that a christian using profanity is just just okay I and mean, we should we should use it in our sermons we should use it in our ministry we should use it in our witnessing. We should use it in our songs. We should use it in our, you know, no, I'm not saying that. You're never going to hear me say that. But, but, the idea that we serve a God who is almighty, all-knowing, all-powerful, who cringes and wrings his hands every time he hears the F word or the S word. No, I I don't believe that at all. Nothing about the Bible suggests that this is true. He might get upset if you use those words against someone. But, you know, again, let's say you use it because you just hurt yourself or because you're trying to to, to more uh, evocatively portray how you're feeling. You know, is that sinful? I wouldn't say that it is. And again, you're going to need to find me somewhere in the Bible that says it is. And I forewarn you, I have looked. I have searched high and low, trying to find the passage that, that actually backs up the idea that individual words, regardless of how you mean them, just should never be used. Now, I'm going to read the uh, conclusion on this website because I, I want you to, um, to understand that, I, that, again, I'm not just saying uh, we should carte blanche just talk however we want all the time. Um, he says, don't use your words, whether curse words or not, to belittle, attack, or demean people. The point is swearing is not a sin because of the word itself, but it can become sin depending on how we use those words. And other words, for that matter. Now, again, the, the question isn't, should we use these words? It's, it's how should we use them? And whether or not it's, it's a healthy thing to use those words commonplace. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's really not commonplace or a good idea to use them commonplace. And the reason I say that is not because I think it's sinful, but because in society we know what those words mean we know how they are typically used we know um the mindset behind the person using them generally and there's there's a way you can really harm yourself by letting people hear you saying uh, certain words especially if you use them a lot um the kind of person who swears between every other word these days is is still not really acceptable. There may have been a time when it was, but um, that's not now. Like, typically, in almost any setting you could possibly imagine, um, if if you are known to be the, the person who is always swearing, uh, you're you're kind of kind of looked at askance. People don't like to hear it. 
They don't like to hear it unless, you know, there's some actual meaning behind it. But, you know, I worked with a guy who literally could not go two words without throwing in a F and this or F and that. And um, I didn't like it. No one liked it. People didn't like working with him because he was just that vulgar. Um, so it, it, it can harm your witness, it can harm your ministry to be seen as that kind of person. Um, but on the other hand, let's talk about when it might be appropriate to use them. Number one, I think if you're reading something that someone else wrote and they include a swear word, whatever, right? It's not even you necessarily using that word. It's you quoting someone else who used it. You know, again, that's why I'm saying I don't think God's up there wringing his hands and cringing every time that word leaves your lips. So the idea that you should, you know, edit yourself when you're reading out loud from something that someone else wrote, you know, obviously that's not a, th- a thing. Like, that's not a problem. Um, now let's talk about um, Christian novelists. Uh, I actually could talk a lot longer on this topic. I'm, I'm going to. I'm, I'm, I'm developing, I think, a, 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 an upcoming episode involving my views on, on Christian entertainment in general. But I think right now we're, we're going to mainly stick to Christian novelization, um, which is to say that there have been plenty of Christian novelists who have written like kind of darker, disturbing works, and they still refrain from using certain words. It, it just drives me crazy. Uh, Ted Decker is the, the primary example. I can feel Ted Decker when I read him. I can feel him wanting to use, like to, to have, have one of his characters say a certain word. And he always pulls the punch. I'm not saying he, he inserts a bunch of like silly sounding nonsense words like golly gee whiz or, you know, like he doesn't do that. But he'll say things like, um, you know, so and so uttered an oath, or you know, or, or said a said a nasty word, or something like that. And it's like, just have him say it. It's a bad character to begin with, or at least it's a character who's not in a great place right now. Um, Andrew Claven is the exact opposite. Andrew Claven is a Christian author who um, does not write for Christian publications. He is a he is a Christian himself, but he does not. Uh, writes for like the books he publishes are just uh, mainstream press and he uses profanity left right and center because he knows and he's correct that that's how people talk you know um not every person but certain people in certain circumstances they're going to use certain words and the idea that that you'd write a book like that and be afraid to use those words even in print. You're not even saying them with your lips. It's not even necessarily you saying it. It's a character you created, and you're you're so afraid to have them use that use words that they would use if they were real. Can't get behind that one. Um, songs, different story altogether. Um, I do not agree with the idea of including profanity in a worship song by any stretch. Um, I don't, on the other hand, think it's necessarily a problem. If you are a Christian writing a song that isn't necessarily meant to witness, and you include, like, again, this is another topic that's going to end up being the focus of an episode on its own. But um, I I know of Christian recording artists. I'm saying recording artists who are Christians, not uh, not recording artists who make Christian music. There's a difference there. 
and they occasionally will use profanity, you know, not pervasively, but they'll use it. And uh, it used to bother me. Actually, on an instinctive level, it still does. Because on an instinctive level, I still cringe when I hear certain words. Even using them, you know, I, I hear it and I go, oh, I probably shouldn't have said that. Now, um, day-to-day usage. If you drop something heavy on your, on your foot, or if you say something like, I'm sorry, I'm going to just say it because I, I need to use the example. I need, you, I need you to hear it and understand the impact. I'm just so fucking mad right now. That communicates a level of intensity of your feeling that cannot be communicated really any other way and have the same impact. I'm just so mad right now. Oh, you poor thing. I'm just so fucking mad right now. Whoa. That must be mad. (laughs) You hear what I'm saying? There's there's a, a time and a place where... They can really punch up a sentence. And no, I don't think that's sinful. And again, if you think it is, you need to find me the verse. Now, that being said, there are plenty of people who just don't like hearing it. And they feel a conviction to not use it. And by all means, as I say every time, if you feel the conviction, follow it. Absolutely follow it. Where I run into disagreement is where people say, because I feel this conviction, you should too. And if you, if you don't, that's sinful. That's adding to the Bible. That is wrong. Now, again, I really, I really want your takeaway from this to, to be that I feel that swearing as an act is not sinful, but that it still needs to be something you use discernment for that it is not something to be used commonplace, that it, it, it is something that can harm your witness if you use it in the wrong context, in the wrong spirit, in the wrong attitude, the wrong place, um, etc. And I, and I do believe that there are just certain times it should not be used at all. I believe that, you know, pervasive use of it can make you seem like just, a, you know, the kind of person no one wants to be around. So the idea that I'm defending, I'm not defending profanity in the sense of we should all just start using it. But I am saying that the, the words themselves are not sinful. The words themselves, the fact that we have given them so much power is part of the problem, not the fact that they exist. So... The next time, you know, if, if you know me in, in, in life, if the next time you see me, I'm probably not going to use any, any words you disagree with. You know, I'm not going to use bad words because I know, you know, public conduct being what it is, you, they just shouldn't be there. But that doesn't mean that you won't ever find that I have written a story or a song or sung a song, you know, that includes a, a profane word. That doesn't mean that I've never stubbed my toe or been extremely in despair and used a bad word because I needed to express how I felt. And I'm going to keep doing that. I think I've said all that needs to be said on the topic. And again, 
I know that this is going to make a lot of people mad. I've said kind of jokingly before, you know, if I haven't offended you yet, don't worry, your time is coming. And I'm pretty sure at this point, I may have offended just about everybody who listens to this, you know, whoever you might be. And I didn't set out to offend. I, I set out to kind of offer a different viewpoint than you probably hear more, most often. And I hope that most of you have have walked away from this thinking, even if you're going to hold your own personal convictions. And, and by all means, I, I applaud you if you do. I need that to be another thing that's, that's very clear. I am not trying to tell you that your personal conviction to never use those words is a bad thing. It's not. But I at least hope you walk away from this thing, even though I'm not going to start swearing myself. I might be a little more forgiving of others when they do. So with that in mind, I'm going to say God bless. I'm not using his name in vain. I really mean it. And uh, we'll see you next time.